from Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict episode 513. Today's show is brought to you by Uni Pizza Ovens and Squarespace. My name is Mike Curley. I'm joined by the first and last words in pens. <laughs> we're gonna have to we're gonna have to stop that pretty gonna, soon. Nope. <laughs> you made me laugh when you the way you said the episode number i, I thought you were gonna say it. yeah but i it sounded like you were about to say episode 500 and i was about to have a panic attack i stumbled on the 13 <laughs> today <laughs> so um a good reason to stumble we got lots of lots of uh behind the scenes chatter we've yes. been uh efforting this week so uh, we're excited up, about this episode up on today's episode of the pen addict exclusive news on Johnny Ives' favorite pen. <laughs> stay, stay tuned in. This is true. This is not a joke. Uh, you yeah. stay tuned in to later on in the episode. We got the deets. We got the deets. Got the. De- we we no got more than we asked that for. Literally, nobody else has for some freaking reason. We have. Yeah, it. Financial Times and <laughs> yeah. your stupid pink paper. Yes, yeah, that I kind of like. But that yeah, you, you big stupid. dumb Financial Times. You yeah. big dumb. Look at us. Got the, got the news. <laughs> All right, but first we've got other stuff to talk about. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a great episode. Mm-hmm. Number one, <laughs> because I have a new pen, Mike, that I wasn't going to buy. Mm-hmm. And then now I have it because our friends, Tom and Dan at Studio Neat, could not, could not not send me the Mark One in Orange. Right, great, they, right? That like I w- didn't ask them for it. I didn't buy. Like I was in a, I had just spent a bunch of money on pens, so I was like, I love this pen. I do not need to buy it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just didn't. And you know, it's cool. I've enjoyed other people getting theirs. And then I got an envelope in the mail, and on the back of it, it came from Studio Neat, and I knew I didn't have anything on order from them. And I was like, hmm, this is interesting. And then I flipped the, flipped the. Uh, Flip the image over, and it's like, how could we not? Was written on the outside mm-hmm. of the envelope, and I was like, I know what this is. So, I want to say this with the caveats that Tom and Dan, I consider them my friends. I'm a Studio Neat fan. We have obviously you have business, multiple business relationships with them. Yep. The thing about this pen, I and I will say that I have, you know. The original Mark One prototypes, you know, I was part of the crew that helped them kind of suss out what they needed to do and build and things like this. So I, I have a a an intimate knowledge of the Mark One, and I'm a super fan of this pen. The thing you forget about pens you may already have that you don't use on a daily basis is what brought you to them in the first place. And when I unpackaged the bright orange Mark One. It just put a smile on my face, right? And there's a few products that do that because of how they feel, how they finish, just like all of the technical aspects combined. They put a smile on my face. And like that's the best feeling about any product. And like I, it was a given that I was going to love this pen, right? There was just no doubt in my mind. But if I don't use something like the Mark One on a daily basis, which I don't. I don't use any pen that religiously um, because I am the first and last word in pens. And that means all of them, Mike. I literally use all of the pens, which means I can't use the same one every day. When I picked up this pen, clicked it, and started writing with it, I was like, this is such a good pen. 
Like, that's it. Like, that's all I have to say. That's when you know, like, a product is designed right. It's made specifically for you. Like, you know, I'm talking about myself here, right? Like, not everyone's going to like this pen for very valid reasons. But the products that we like, we tend to have more than just a technical relationship with them. We tend to have something, you know, a little bit more personal Mm. relationship with them. And that's how I feel about a product like the Mark One. And like I feel that about a lot of products too. And like there's some products that friends make that I don't have that feeling uh, about. And that doesn't mean they're not great products. It just means they didn't check all of my boxes. And this the Mark One, regardless of the color being orange, which is a great color orange that they nailed, um the Mark One is just one of those problems to to borrow a completely overused phrase, it, it just sparks joy, right? That's an accurate fra- phrase because it does, um, you know, meet a lot of the criteria for like certain products. And sometimes that's all you need. If you can check that box mm. for some people, you're in a good place. And mm. I, I think that's where the Mark One is with uh, Studio Neat. Yeah, I mean, I love, obviously I love the Mark One. Yeah, right. so... I have yeah, six of them now, I think. <laughs> so yeah, it's like it's like I don't want to like overstep and and overgush over friends and people you have personal relationships with and things like that, but like I do it why shouldn't I, right? Mm. If I like if I genuinely like the product, I'm going to tell you I genuinely like the product and I I don't care who make it. I makes it. I just happen to be friends with the people who make it. And I'll tell you this about my products too. Like there's products I make that I just have complete bias for and you better hope that i do when i'm making things right if i'm designing something that i'm not completely biased for then i'm then i'm then i'm just you know you know any generic retailer who carries all the things right so yeah that's the way i feel about it i mean i do believe that especially from small companies like all of ours you know mine Mm -hmm. and yours and studio neat I, I do believe that the products only work if they have your full like heart in them, right? Because it, you know you've got to be able to create something that speaks to the people that will buy it mm-hmm. in a way that like Moleskine don't need to, right? You know, it's it's yeah. a different it's a different way of doing business. I think it is. It is. And I've been thinking about a lot of these things in the background a lot separate from this. Like yeah. I'm just, I'm, my brain is in overdrive, like thinking about things and I'll, I'll be writing about a lot of just, you know, related, but just kind of ancillary stuff, you know, not straight up pen review type stuff. Cause I'm having, uh, I'm in a, like I, I mentioned, like I feel like I'm in a really good place right now. So like, mm. like my creativity is, is peaked good. and sometimes that means sharing like more personal things on like how we got to this point and not just, Hey, here's my next pen review. Right. Mm. Good. I look forward to that. I was going to say it started last week when I just talked about like, how, Hey, how I'm, am I managing like my phone home screen? Right. Mm. These are all these things tying together into how I'm able to create things and mm-hmm. talking about a dope orange pen uh, um, is, is one of those things that I just enjoy doing and I feel like I'm uh, I'm uh, doing it uh, doing it extremely well right now Mike and I, I, I'm the first and last word first and last word mm-hmm. uh, it's that time of year where we put out some bonus episodes for Relay FM members uh, for the last I don't even know how many years we've been doing the Lego builds now uh, but we have been building a Lego five? set together. Yeah, that sounds about Four, right. Four, I think. This may be five. And the way that this works is, in case you're new or need a refresher, 
uh, we don't build the same set together. There's one set that's being built. One person's doing the building. One person has the instructions for the build. So this time, I'm going to be building a Lego set. Brad has the instructions. I will not see the instructions, and I need to work out what Brad uh, wants me to do. So it can lead to hilarity. Last year, <laughs> almost violence. Um, <laughs> last year, we messed up. Or I messed up big time. Uh, the set I chose was way too big, and it took mm. like six hours, and we wanted to kill each other by the end of it. Yeah. Uh, this time, <laughs> I'm expecting it to be way better than and, and kind of more akin to previous years, as we have a much smaller <laughs> set, and we're only building a portion of that set. Um, it is the Mercedes-AMG F1 W12 e-performance set. Yes, I'm building a very tiny Formula One car uh, that Lego made in, in collaboration with Mercedes. So that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, if you want to get access to this episode, uh, you can just become a Real FM member. With this type of content, it doesn't matter which show you support. Obviously, we would love your support here. But if you're a Real FM member supporting any show, you get access to our crossover feed, which is where these bonus specials are published every year. So thank you for your support. If you are a Relay FM member, if you're not, you should check it out. Go to relay.fm slash membership where you can find out more about all of the great benefits that are on offer to you. Uh, if you know, Obviously, content, extra content is great, but access to our Relay FM members Discord is a fantastic thing. Um, Happy two-year anniversary on that, by the way. I know, we just passed two years, because uh, this was about that time in 2020 when we were pulling our hair out trying to work out how we were going to save our company, and we, <laughs> we uh, really doubled down on the membership, which is when we mm-hmm. created the Discord and when we created the the more like ad-free shows in some instances, right, for, for extra. Um, so the, but it, over that time, the Discord has become a great place and it is now where basically all of the live chat occurs during the live streams of the shows. Um, a number of shows record live, including this one. And you can get access to that wonderful, uh, Discord and many, many other benefits, including our, uh, member special at relay.fm slash membership. All right. Um, so yeah, we're recording that tomorrow. It mm-hmm. comes out a mere few days. After it comes that, out on Mike. Monday. I don't think yeah. I mentioned that. We're going to put yeah. it out on Monday, May 16th. Yep. So very cool. Very cool. All right. You ready to talk uh, about some more pins? This is the Panatic Podcast. We should probably do what that. We do. What do you think? All right. So I saw on Instagram a marketing sheet. Um, from Sailor. This is the Sailor Manio fountain pen. All right. So this crossed my feed uh, at pens, ink, and paper. This is the link. I, I saw it from first. We'll put that in the show notes. It is uh, since propagated pretty much everywhere. Since, so this is a lineup of Sailor pens, Sailor fountain pens, um, related to their popular Sailor Manio ink lineup that recently came out two years ago, I think is when they started. Uh, Sailor, don't ask me when Sailor launches ink products or pen products for that matter because they are all the time mm-hmm. in different names and different price points and different sizes and different quantities and, and all of that stuff. So who knows really when the Manual mm-hmm. Ink came out. Um, but now they have a pen set, which Sailor has been on a kick of doing a multiple pen pen set for a while now, Mike, like they've done like, you know, different 
I don't know, spring rain and uh, all these other colors, like five pastel colors, you know, there'll be a set. And they did the five cocktail yep. series, right? They're a set. So this is five inks. This is called the Overseas Exclusive. I think this is means outside of Asia. So they'll be pretty well propagated around the world um, in the European American markets and, and everywhere else outside of Japan. And I pulled this link up. And I have to say, I was impressed. I was expecting every to be let down. One of these pens is there five of them. Mm-hmm. Every single one is an absolute knockout. Yeah, I was that killer. Looking, yeah, looking at this from a distance, I was like, "How is this any different or more special than literally everything they else they release every three months with five pens at a time?" Mm-hmm. And it's better. <laughs> Like, I'm surprised that I'm saying this because, you know, I'm not burned out of Sailor. Like, I just bought a Sailor at the Atlanta Pen Show. Like, I like my Sailors. I will continue to buy Sailors. But they do a lot of things Mm -hmm. all of the time. You're never lacking from new products from Sailor. And sometimes that can be a problem. This one, I think they nailed. And Oh, they're fantastic. They're so good, man. So explain this to me because it's a bit confusing. So mm-hmm. each one of these pens is based mm-hmm. on two ink colors, but then they made an ink color for each combination, which is different. Am I correct here? Yeah, kind of. But like I look at them like, uh, okay, let's take one for example, like uh, the Yamogi, which is one of my favorite ones. It's the blue with the red finials. Yamogi mm-hmm. ink already existed. It is. I don't think that is a new well, ink. Well, but this one is called Plum. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's based on Yumogi ink and Ume ink colors, and then it looks like they made a particular ink to go along with that. Do you see what I'm saying no, based on the images? Not this one, because in if you look down, since this is like a press sheet, you look down, they have the set ink for it. So Plum is what they're calling the pen, I think. Yeah, that's what I meant. But the ink... Are they saying that, but it says set ink, it says Manio Ink Yamogi 50 milliliters. That tells me that that's the bottle of ink that comes right, with okay. the so plum pen. Fair enough. But the, the colors of the pens are based on two inks. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then they choose, I guess, the dominant color, and that's the one you get in the set. Yep. Because each so, pen has a dominant color, and then there's like an accent color too. Yeah, and then they kind of take the combination to give them a name right yeah. to give them a name so like plum is the name of the pen but it's the mixture of yamoge yamogi and ume right yeah. the yamogi blue and the ume uh red reddish color yeah. so that's made it's going to be product name plum really hard for me not to buy a couple of these um what do you think about nuts <laughs> 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 Why did they call it nuts? <laughs> How amazing is that? Oh my god, it's one of my favorites too. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. It's one it, I would. <laughs> <laughs> we broke Mike. Oh boy. Um, I think color wise, I like willow nuts and dianthus the most. <laughs> nuts. Yeah, I like I like willow plum and nuts. Uh, yeah. Cherry blossoms is my least favorite, although it probably will end up. I feel being like one of the I've seen popular. this a bunch of times, right? Like that yeah. colorway, like the other ones, like willow nuts and I would say dianthus. These those like the main body colors seem mm-hmm. uh, more unique to me. I think in some of the sailor pens that I've seen before. 
Where right, like right. the plum one is a beautiful blue and the sure. cherry blossom is a beautiful pink. But I feel like I've seen these before. Agree on both accounts. But the other ones, like the two purple colors and the, that gray color are really good. I think nuts and willow are the standouts, honestly. And yep. I think we've kind of seen things along the lines of the other ones. The interesting thing about this lineup which they don't always do. Like, I can't tell when they're going to do it. They created um, finial art for these. Like, sometimes it's just the anchor. These have specific finial art. Like, the nut has, like, an acorn on there, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, They also match the trims to the general colors. Like, some have gold trim, some have silver trim, right? So, based on the look of the pen. So, they, like, really thought about each of these pens as an individual. This is an absolute home run from Sailor. Like, Knock this one out of the park. No question. Like, I'm hesitating, but I I, I agree completely. And I'm the it's one even that's that, been... That's what, that's what settled it for me, because I hadn't noticed that. That they changed the furniture color mm-hmm. to match the pen. Like, yes, you should do that more. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm, I'm into yeah. this. I think this is great. I love it. I, I I I think it's legitimately fantastic. So this is a uh, the Pro Gear Slim. So this is the smaller one, fourteen karat gold nib. You'll have, I guess, uh, three nib choices, which they do limit the nib choices when they do these special editions. So fine, medium, fine, and medium. The only thing I don't see on here is the price point, but certainly with the with the ink with the new price point, these will be you know got to be mid three hundreds. I I should have looked that up before. Like I did research on for other things on this uh, episode, Mike. I did not research the price on this um but i'm imagine they're mid 300s for the set that would be in line with what you would expect yeah because i think the pin alone was around 319 320 was the new price for the pro gear slims like the special pro gear slims like this one Mm -hmm. um so uh apologies for not having that uh directly on hand but i i think they're just you know for the for the market and for the customization and um you know what they are they they are certainly going to be on the new price point and any indication of when they will be available? That's a great question. Right, right when I close the link, Mike. Cool. Okay. Cool. So no, why would I look this up? Why it's it's coming in up? July. It's coming in July. July. So very nice. soon. Yeah. These nice. are usually not like a long term uh, out. Right. You know, they're it's not like six months out type of uh, releases. Yeah. Sailors always pretty much like the next few weeks to the next month or two. So it looks like July. So. You know, the next six or eight weeks, um, we should be seeing these. So maybe in time for me to see it at the San Francisco Pin Show and try not to buy one. Yeah, I really don't going, need one of these. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jealous. We'll talk about that more as we get closer. But, like, mm-hmm. this is a pin that I don't need because I prefer the larger size pro gear, right? Yeah. I, and, but it's going to be hard not to buy nuts when they're there presented to me in person. I mean, who couldn't? Brad, I can't, mm. I'm not gonna, no, you know what? I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not gonna, there is an obvious joke to make, and I'm not going to make it. All right. All right. All right. That's on you. That's on yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it, can you? <laughs> I really want to do it, but I can't. Let's just say, let's just be on the same page uh-huh. that the Nuts pin is one of the greatest pins made this year. Yeah. It might we're it's tracking quickly to pin of the year category so here's just fun, in design and name. This wasn't the joke I was gonna make, right? Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. where where I grew up when I was a kid, you could say, for example, that's the nuts. And like that yes. means it's really good. You know? Right. 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 I mean that's a a uh, common phrase in poker or any kind of like oh, a, really? a gambling hand. When you can't when you cannot when you when you hold a position 
that cannot be beat mm-hmm. by anything else, no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. You are holding the nuts. Yeah. I mean, it is, you know, you're probably going to buy it. Because Brad... Who couldn't get these nuts? All right, so this episode <laughs> is brought to you. I told you by you could do it. Uni Pizza Ovens. Uni is the world's number one pizza oven company. They make surprisingly small ovens powered by your choice of either wood, charcoal, or gas, letting you make restaurant quality pizza in your own backyard. Uni Pizza Ovens are super easy to use, they're incredibly portable and will fit into any outside space. Uni pizza ovens can reach incredibly high temperatures. We're talking 900 degrees Fahrenheit or 500 degrees Celsius. This is really important and pivotal to help you cook that restaurant-quality pizza in incredibly fast speeds. It's a little 60 seconds. You're going to have a wonderful pizza done at home in your own backyard. This is what separates these pizzas from what you'd be able to make in a regular home oven. One of the most popular models that Uni makes is the Uni Coda 16. This is a 16-inch gas-powered oven with an innovative L-shaped burner at the back to give you even heat distribution. Another popular model is the uh, multi-fueled Uni Karu, where you can choose whether you want wood, charcoal, or or gas for making that pizza of your dreams. Uni Pizza Ovens start from just $299 with free shipping to the US, UK, and the EU. They also make an awesome app as well, so you can perfect your dough recipe and give you loads of pizza-making tips. Brad, as the weather's starting to change, I'm sure it's like it's peak uni season. It is full-on uni season. We have not cranked it out yet, but it is time. Like in, In a matter of days to weeks, we will have... The uni pizza going probably once every two weeks. Like once we get started going with it and realizing number one how easy it is to use and and make pizzas, and number two how good they are. We can't stop making them, right? Like we we stop a little bit when it's cold, and I don't want to be outside, you know, fussing with with pizzas. But now that it's it's warm, it's time to be outside. We'll just get people together or just our family. And make our own pizzas, yeah. throw them in the uni, and just have like the best time. It's like this, it's like this little communal event that you know it sometimes gets lost, you know, around certain things. And uh, you know, you can have fun, you know, making pizzas and cooking them, and everyone uh, just having a, a, a big time. And mm-hmm. a lot of that revolves around the uni. Who doesn't want pizza? You know what I'm saying? Right. It's the best. Uh, you can go check this out for yourself, and you get 10% off your purchase of an Uni pizza oven, uh, which could be up to $50 off an Uni code of 16. Just go to uni.com and use the code ADDICT22, A-D-D-I-C-T-2-2 at checkout. You'll also find a bunch of great accessories there, too, to help you up your pizza game. Everyone wants to make this excellent pizza at home, which is why Uni pizza ovens are in such high demand. They are the perfect tool for this job. They are Uni Pizza Ovens are the best way to bring restaurant quality pizza to your own backyard. Just go to uni.com, that's O-O-N-I.com, and use the code ADDICT22 for 10% off. A thanks to Uni Pizza Ovens for their support of this show and Relay FM. Hey, Mike. Yes. Did you see that article on the internet this mm-hmm. week about well, Johnny yes. Ive? Uh-huh. Uh, people kept... <laughs> <laughs> people kept publishing articles and then sending them to me. So Johnny Ive uh, had a takeover of the Financial Times supplement called How to Spend It. Um, and it's basically, he he wrote some like articles, but the thing that was uh, lighting my corner of the internet, our corner of the internet up, mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. the, uh, it's called Johnny Ive's, cho- Johnny Ive chooses the 12 tools of his trade, which is, part of one of the articles where basically he is you know like you see like 
you see these videos on YouTube, right? Here's my everyday carry. This is Johnny Ives' everyday carry, right? This is the stuff that he thinks is like, these are my perfect tools. I love these things. And there's yeah. a vast variety of things. Do you want to go through any of these? I want to go through all of them, to be honest. Right, some shorter. List? Okay. Some, uh, yeah, some real quick and, and then some with a little added commentary. But let's hit all the, let's hit the full list because I think it's what, 12 items? Yeah, 12, 12 tools items, of the trade. That's yeah. right there in the thing. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say the mistake here right out the jump. They did not list what paper they used for the photography photography for this. So this is not a Johnny Ive favorite thing. It's like mm-hmm. this um, part French ruled, part accounting uh, grid paper and I'm sure they've had questions about it and it is in every single image they use this paper <laughs> without mentioning what this is it honestly looks like something they just uh, got a digital image of and printed off a copier to be mm. if, I'm, if I'm being perfectly honest but hey that's that's neither here or there it's cool paper but it's like an engineering style paper so not yep. not a surprise to have all of these designery engineering to tools on here the first two uh, a torque wrench Mike, he he's a big fan of the Snap-on adjustable adjustable torque torque wrench. Uh, checks in at four hundred and fifty-five pounds. Um, this is going to be a recurring theme <laughs> of this list, mm-hmm. and uh, you know something something you know we we kind of understand. I don't know what a tone arm is, Mike. Are, are you a big fan of the tone arm? Uh, his tone arm selection here, a Lin Titanium Ecos SE tone arm for only uh, fifty-six hundred dollars. I don't know what a tone arm is. Well, clearly, you're not as cool as Johnny Ive. I think so. Like, I'm trying to look mm-hmm. it up, but I'm not having much luck at the moment because my web browser is failing me. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's a thing. The the kind of everyman set here is, is shockingly... The inex- of a phonograph or record player that carries the pickup and permits the noodle, needle to follow the record. It's part of a record player. Uh, okay, so it's essentially the arm? yeah. Okay. So my so assumption that's probably here is interesting. Yeah. I can yeah. see it. Now I know what it is. I can see what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's peculiar that he picked that one specific thing. But as opposed to what the record player or the needle or the I, deck I mean, or I'm, the honestly amp. I'm just surprised that there's a tone arm in here at all. Mhm. You know? Cuz there's but, no there's no other audio file type stuff in here no. in this list. Um, and that's one very specific. Like I would have understood the needle. It might more be than like the arm. I don't know. For all for all we know, it could just be like it, he really appreciates the design of this thing. It is beautiful. Sure, sure, sure. sure. That's know? that's probably a lot of it. But this is the tools of his trade, Mike. Mm-hmm. He, the designer selects things for making, for marking, for measuring, and for carrying with you every day. He is everybody needs this to carry their tone arm with them. <laughs> what you can carry is his hex keys choice, Mike. The Weeha colored color-coded hex l case l key I have set. these 369 little rainbow hex I have key everyone needs set. a hex key set with yeah. the rain the rainbows my friend ian yeah. recommended that i get it and he made a good yeah. recommendation clearly probably everyone should have this set it's not something you need till you need it and then you need this exact thing mm-hmm. so yeah it's great and it's inexpensive i went uh in response to many of the comments we got on this on twitter his paper folder recommendation, whether you choose his paper folder, um, which is, um, you know, also known um, as a, a bone folder, which is, you know, right out of the uh, the ninth, <laughs> ninth century, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, uh, terrible um, tools of the trade. Uh, the bone folder is a tool that actually everyone should have. I tend to use things... 
Uh, if I need something that a bone folder would handle, I tend to use like the backside of a ruler, right, to straighten paper or to straighten mm. flatten flatten edges, different things like that. The more the less sharp side of a ruler, like the backside of a ruler, I that is my bone folder of choice. But I like I've always threatened to get like, hey, let me just get like a decent, you know, ten twenty dollar bone folder that I keep here on my desk for the few times that I actually pick one up to use it. I will actually probably get something uh, along these lines. Um, the measuring tape, Mike, this is this one is, uh, where say this one memed. This one has been memed. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, cause this is the one, this is one of the two where he loses me a bit. Uh, the second one you might be surprised on the Hermes, um, in pocket measuring tape. This is not functional. <laughs> like I get the design aspect of this. Mm. Um, no one, mm, it's, it's, it's stupid to say no one needs this, but like this why, is, why is it not functional? Oh, it, it's completely functional. It's just unnecessary. But I guess this is a a uh, ex- an exercise in in excess and things like that. It's a five hundred and thirty dollar, probably a six foot tape. I didn't look at the. It is two point. It's two and a half meters. Like at, at this point, I I am a big fan of the 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 Taylor's tape, right? Uh-huh. You know the ones you see in movies where that they just wear over their I neck. It's just ones, a very yes. Why? Why do you hate those? Because you, you can just so wrap them up and the put time. them in your pocket. No, I mm. like the retracting. I'm on I'm no. on Team Johnny here. Okay, all right. I will just all say, right. like, you know, I understand why it's funny that he has a five hundred and thirty dollar measuring tape. Mm-hmm. He is a multi-millionaire. I know, I know. Right, yeah, yeah. like I, if, if I was he him, was rocking I own up this tape. with a friggin' like, oh, here's my measuring tape from the hardware store. Honestly, I would be disappointed by the list because nah, there be is stuff on this list that. that anyone can buy. Right, like those those right. hex keys. It isn't mm-hmm. all absolutely obscene. Most of mm-hmm. it is obscene, but like it would be weird if. Johnny Ive is rocking up with the exact same products I have in my drawer. It would be a bit like I don't I don't understand what's happening here, you know? He, he does have an aesthetic with his choices here. It's oh, very it natural colors. Yeah. It's very natural colors, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. the leathers or the ivories uh, or the gold it's it's all pretty much on theme. The the uh hex set is the outlier. It actually has a hint of color uh in it. So um mm-hmm. Next one is a loop. They don't even have a link to this, but it's a beautiful loop for someone who would use a loop all the time. I could see him um, having this. This is a, a lights uh, loop from Johnny Ives' personal collection. So there is no link to that one, but it it kind of looks stunning. Like I w- I would be down with that. That's probably I haven't looked this up. That's a, that's a probably a several several hundred dollar loop, and that's probably worth it, right? Mm-hmm. More so than a five hundred dollar tape. Just just yeah, in my that book. feels like something where like the the clearness of the glass and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff can really make mm-hmm. a difference. Right, right. So we're gonna we're gonna skip number seven, Mike, yeah, for the fountain moment. pen to yeah. uh, to talk about that the most here at the end. Number eight is one that I have probably the most problem with. This is a horribly designed eraser. Mm-hmm. So this is the Graphon Faber Castell platinum plated eraser for a hundred pounds. I understand the design. I understand why this is in this post, and I understand why Johnny Ive uses it. This is... I hate round erasers to begin with, Mm -hmm. and having this little fidget spinner style eraser is just going to lead to frustration of use. Designed beautifully, absolutely. Functional? 
I have a hang up on these. You know, using you know, there's a popular kind of um round eraser on the end of a um, kind of a whisk brush pen. Um or, or like a whisk brush holder, right? So you on one end you have this eraser that rolls. And then on the other end, you have a little whisk brush to clean off the uh, mm-hmm. eraser, um, you know, shrapnel. And this is just basically like the wheel end of the eraser. Eraser, and I, I actively dislike this product. I think <laughs> it, it's beautiful. It is, I think it's completely beautiful. I think I would never use it because I would pull my hair out. Why? Like because it would move while you're erasing. It's a bulk eraser, right? But it's small, so it's not designed to be. A, mm. It's a bulk area eraser, not a um, not a tiny detail eraser. Because if you're erasing details, you have you can't grip it in the center because it's a wheel design. Okay, so that it rotates generally. I didn't um, assume it rotated. So, I believe you, yeah. but I didn't assume that it rotated. It, it may not. Let's see, circular eraser with platinum plated hub. Yeah, it calls it a hub. Which to me says that it rotates. It's well, designed. It can be replaced. Yeah. So it, it definitely uh rotates. Mm. So um I, I it's just non functional, right? This is a product I would like, just like I like the Fabric Castell Perfect Pencil as an idea and as a design, but in use it, it, it doesn't hold up to to the price that they're asking for it for me. Is that the one you own, the Perfect Pencil? I ended up selling it, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, because I realized real quickly that I was going to be disappointed with this, um, but it doesn't change the fact that, like, it wouldn't look perfect in this in this picture, right? Sorry, it's yeah. that type of product. Because I was getting ready to roast you, so I'm pleased you told yeah. me. Oh, you gosh, no. It. Oh, yeah. You know, this is a glass houses and stones thing when we're talking oh, about the no eraser. Because no that oh, pencil I'm... is just as bad. <laughs> it is. I mean, and it plus, it's got a worse name. It's called the perfect pencil. I yeah, mean, you're just isn't. setting yourself up yep. for, for yep. all kinds of problems. Next up is this pencil case. Um, it's just like a, a classic leather pouch. I don't know that it's specifically di- designed for pencils. Um, it's um, the, the brand is called Visvim. Visvim. Um, Visvim. This is someone who sells like, you know, $1,000 chinos and, you know, $700 t-shirts and things like yep. that. So it's, it's, it's a, it, like, it, this is basically Johnny Ive Inc., right? I mean, they're, they're like wallets and essential cases that are like $300. Right, right. Like, this looks like a brand that he would have ownership of or to, to a degree, although there's more color on here than, uh, than yeah. he would probably probably get into. So, yeah, that's fine. Like, expensive leather pencil pouch, go for it. Like, yep. that's going to last you a lifetime. It's going to look awesome. It's going to be awesome. Uh, protractor, like, you know, that's, that's a Johnny Ive thing. Like, I've never been in the protractor business, but this looks like a completely awesome protractor, and it's 264 pounds. This looks like a 264-pound protractor. There's it looks a lot awesome. going on yeah, with it this looks protractor. Super good. Yeah. This isn't your basic, you know, elementary school protractor. Mm-hmm. This looks like seriously, seriously cool. And again, the depth- following with a lot of these products of like, because I do think that there is an element of, and he appreciates the design. Right. You know? Right, right. Um, the depth gauge. Um, I like, this is probably a tool he uses a lot. I would imagine this is a very, very, um, useful tool for someone who's creating the the variety of products that he has been involved with in over the decades and mm. you know i don't know anything about uh 
micrometers, but uh, yeah, knock yourself out. Uh, same with the weather station. This one, like, is 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 this like Stunning. on his desk? Is this like a pocket carry? What what are we doing with the uh, weather station? This, a, this is, is one a, of those things where again, I think like like the the tuning, like the tone arm. Yeah, it's, like, it's a thing he actually owns and uses. Mm-hmm. But more than anything, I expect just really appreciates the way it looks and functions because this is again it's, like just it's the OG brawn aesthetic. Is yeah, what this is, it is right, and it's, it's fantastic. Stunning. Yeah, it's, it's like a, just a piece of something, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's basically it's a it's a navigator uh, ship clock weather station. So yeah. It's like a two grand um, device, like, and you know, I wouldn't profess to know how to use it. It other than it just looks really cool, right? It's yeah. really really cool. So. That's the list. Yep. Minus the most important thing in the yep. list, which we're going to dig into now. Yep. The fountain pen. Yep. This so. infuriated me. <laughs> what you then you start. All right. So item seven. This is this is why this came across our desks, right? Yeah. Vintage pen by Montegrappa from Johnny's personal collection. So I have t- I have two issues here. One, they didn't do any work in trying to identify the product. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, this is actually the same for, like, the pencil case, right? There's, there's no direct link to this pencil yeah. case or anything like that, right? But the thing that frustrates me the most is they have a Montegrappa pen featured in heavily throughout the imagery of the entire supplement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it is not a vintage Montegrappa. <laughs> that is exactly correct. So I don't understand. So, like, this is like, you know, <laughs> you are led to believe... The products mm-hmm. you are looking at belong to Johnny. I don't mm-hmm. think any of these products do. I assume mm-hmm. that the like art director at the Financial Times just right. collected these things and mm-hmm. took pictures mm-hmm. of them. But well, you you see that in the leather case, right? They are not used, right? These are not yeah, loved leather good. goods, yeah. right? And it just really, I don't know, it just really frustrates. It just, I just find it very frustrating. But like the loop is from his personal collection. I imagine that this is, I imagine to a degree, some of this is his own stuff because. I don't know. You can buy these things, right? Like they, they sure. just bought a, a loop from Lights, uh, Lights Low. Sorry, I'm doing a terrible yeah. job here. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to go look at those loops. When we're, like if anything, I'm interested in, I'm interested in that loop. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, um, from our perspective being the pen podcast Mm -hmm. they left us hanging big time and immediately incorrect in their statement right Mm -hmm. or 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 a mismatch between um you know what johnny has offered and what they've showed in the picture Mm -hmm. but again like the loop from johnny's personal collection that tells me that this is his pen and Mike, as it turns out, it is his pen. Because we did the follow-up that yeah. Financial Times could not do. Uh-huh. So we got some information. I wanted to know more about this pen because using the word vintage uh, to describe this pen was an immediate red flag. This is a modern Montegrappa yeah. just from design. Well, this is the thing. It, it's This is where it's like, what is truth, right? Mm-hmm. So... Is it that the that he does actually use a vintage Montegrappa that they mm-hmm. didn't identify, or he uses this Montegrappa, which is clearly not vintage, but they didn't mm-hmm. know and just mm-hmm. said it was a vintage pen because it was a fountain pen? So here is their confusion. And again, like Moon Knight, who used a Lamy Safari 
with the shipping cardboard still <laughs> attached to the pin, <laughs> mm-hmm. they could have used a, a, a pin person to help them write this description. Because what this pin is, is the Montegrappa Extra 1930 representing a pen originally made in the 1930s, Mike, but is a completely modern, you can buy it today pen. This is mm-hmm. not a vintage pen. Mm-hmm. So when I saw this, I reached out to Kenro Industries, my good buddies over there. Uh, talk, talk to my friend Carrie over at Kenro. They are the uh, U.S. distributor of Montegrappa. And they actually hadn't seen the article. I sent him the article. And I said, can you tell me more about this pen? Just because I want to, I want to talk about it and I want to talk about um, what model of pen it is and, and what's the deal with this pen. Um, so Carrie was interested in finding that out. So Carrie went straight to the top and I, I don't mean the top of Kinder Industries. He reached out to uh, Giuseppe Aquila, the CEO of Montegrappa, and he replied. <laughs> <laughs> you see? Like, yeah. You see? <laughs> So, this is how and you I've get gotten, it done. <laughs> so I've gotten to know Giuseppe from an event at Dromgulls. He's a great guy. I enjoyed spending some time with him. So uh, Giuseppe um, was nice enough to give us the real details and even gave us a little more than we asked for and gave us the permission to share this bit of information. You ready for me to read this? I Mike? sure am. All right. So this is from Montegrappa CEO. Giuseppe Aquila, and he says, Johnny has been a loyal client for a number of years. He loves the Montegrappa configurator. I seeked his advice when we were still beta testing the platform. So we've talked about this in the past, and we'll talk about it again at the end here. One of his favorite configurations is the extra custom with mammoth ivory and sterling silver trims. He owns a number of them, both with piston filling or a version specially made for him with a cartridge converter filling system, which he finds more practical when traveling. We're going to talk That's about some this. sway right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> First and last word. You lost the last this word is... part, Brad. No one's making you a cartridge converter <laughs> filling system. This is like a 100-word email that says a lot. Mm-hmm. All right, it continues. He is an avid fountain pen user and writes a lot by hand. Another product that he loves is our Elmo Ambiente Kaleido, which is made using recycled plastics. This model is a favorite for gifting to his friends. Kind kind regards, Giuseppe. (laughs) So bad do I want Johnny Ive to give me a pen. You know what I mean? (laughs) God, that sounds good. This is a cool pen. I didn't know this pen, actually. Yeah, I saw it come out. um, How fun. uh, I bet they all look different, right? I mean, that's just going to be the nature of it. Yeah, exactly. And we'll talk about that. Let's start this from the top. So number yeah. one, thank you, Giuseppe. Thank you, thank Carrie, you for so much, getting Giuseppe, this information. If you hear this, like, this is so cool. I love this. Like, this is, I, I, I'm not speaking out of turn. This is, like, important stuff to our fans and mm-hmm. to ourselves. Like, this is the level of nerdery that when we get a Financial Times article that says Montegrappa pen, I want to know more. And that Giuseppe was kind enough to spend the time to give us way more than we asked for instead of yeah here's the link to the pen that johnny's talking about Uh uh-uh he's like let me tell you about my friendship with johnny ive and how we work together at montegrappa and i'm like thank thank you giuseppe i really really appreciate that so yeah this is cool so number one the montegrappa configurator we talked about that a couple years ago when it came out um it's just a really cool montegrappa did the configurator right because they made it a high-end product right like, as much as I want Lamy to allow you to go in and customize 
your Lamy Safari and maybe charge 50 or 60 bucks for it, the amount of work involved in that is, is really, really huge, right? Yep. But if you take a premium brand and create a premium configurator, you can manage it a lot better and you can meet the needs of the people who are using this configurator, right? It's not for everybody. You walk into the configurator, you're spending four figures mm-hmm. um, just as a base, right? It's just, that's how this product is designed. So they um, work with Johnny. <laughs> they, I, I seeked his advice for when we were still beta testing the platform. Like, how cool is that? Hey, Johnny, we're working on this thing. Uh, can I ask you a couple questions? <laughs> I know, <laughs> that's, right? that's pretty cool. Yeah. So onto the pen. So the pen model is called the Extra. The Extra 1930 is the specific design. And it's a traditional Montegrappa design. For those who are fans of Montegrappa, you recognize this shape, right? Mm -hmm. This is a shape used throughout their product lineup, but with different details for different different items, uh, for different pens in the lineup. So the Extra uh, 1930, this has like a fully silver trim. He has upgraded the barrel to mammoth ivory so i had some questions about this is mammoth ivory a literal description (laughs) is this like um some type of acrylic like the name of some kind of acrylic or celluloid or something like that so i asked carrie to send me those deets and this is what mammoth ivory is Cured by nature for more than 70,000 years, ancient mammoth ivory features a rich organic grain and a handle echoing epochs predating humankind. Found above the Arctic Circle in the Siberian permafrost, this rare material is ethically sourced. It's ethically sourced and carries its own certificate of or- origin. It's real. Like, it's literal. It's right. literally mammary, mammoth ivory. <laughs> this is not a thing you can buy. Now, on their webs, on the Financial Times' website... Mm-hmm. The model they are showing is the Tusk model, mm-hmm. which is an ivory-colored acrylic. So I think we've gotten to the bottom of this. Mm-hmm. Like, It's vintage barrel material on a modern pen design. Yeah. Is that what you're alluding to? I think the pen that Johnny Ive showed the Financial Times or mentioned was the Montegrappa Extra 1930 in a special design like a limited design that he got access to made from mammoth ivory like because i would expect it would look similar to the one that they the final times and sourced and took pictures of. incorrect incorrect if you click the link it brings you to a configurator build of this exact pen including the mammoth ivory barrel where is this um, it's link? the shortened URL because it was like 500 letters. Um, did I not? Oh, put it in there? you put it in the notes for me. Okay, let me go take a look yep. at this now. So uh, yeah, that's my mistake. I didn't make that clear that this is the link to the exact pin, and it prices out at uh, 4,700 euros. So like so five. So this is like five grand. Everyone? Okay, because they yep. do make one called Tusk, which looks basically yep, yep, the yep. same. Which would be hey, the 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 more reasonably priced. No, but the, uh, no, version. no. Okay, so all right, I'm confused. Here. When I click the the link that says Tusk on the extra custom website, don't do that. But when I do that, that is not a link I have provided you right. in this document. What I'm you're saying on your is, own here. But I'm t- this. If you allow me to speak, <laughs> <laughs> on the extra custom website, there mm-hmm. is a pen model called Tusk that is okay. the same price. Ah, okay. So that's where it takes me. Gotcha. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't. Oh yeah, okay. And it is Mammoth Ivory when you click into it. 
Okay. So they have a configuration, just a standard configuration called Tusk. Mm-hmm. That configuration is made of mammoth ivory and features the same silver adornment. So it yep. may actually be the pen then. Yeah. So this is not a vintage pen, right? No. Let's. It, it's not a vintage so pen. We've it's a gotten, modern pen. We've, I think we may have gotten to the bottom of this. That could mm-hmm. actually be Johnny Ive's pen in that imagery. Yes. We may, I may Agreed. have been wrong about that. But I think Agreed. the thing that we have cleared up is that it is a vintage pen. It is not. It is a modern pen that you can just go and buy if you want to put down four thousand of your own dollars. Right. Right. Exactly. So yeah, this is a, for lack of a better term, an available pen. Right. This is not completely. This is a specially made pen. But like like Mike said, you could you too if you have the money could go have this pen. Looks from nice. Johnny. It's not an off the shelf pen. But here is the way to build his exact model, and that's what this link will have in the show notes. And you see now why I shortened the link. <laughs> yeah, the it's page. actually so long that mm-hmm. RCMS is rejecting the link, mm-hmm. so I have to mm-hmm. also use your shortened link. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it was it's too mess. long. Because it's a configurator, right? They, oh, they make so, bit.ly links too. I'm going to use okay. that. Good. So this is a, sh- a, sh- a link where all the buttons have been clicked for mm. this pen. Right to get you to the final price and the final design. So, um, the final item, Mike, is the the Elmo that he yep. mentioned. Yep, I am a huge Elmo fan. Uh, let me clarify that. <laughs> I'm a huge Elmo fountain pen fan. <laughs> Montegrappa Elmo fountain pen fan. Um, Brad likes the tickle fountain. Pens. What can I, say? <laughs> I do. I do prefer that. I, I did try to make a Cookie Monster ink recently, Mike. These are beautiful uh, pens. So the Elmo lands, not this model, the standard Elmo landed in the best pens under $200 category. It checked in right at $200. And I was shocked that it was actually that Montegrappa came in at that price point. This is usually like the starting price point. So this link for this one is 310 euro. So like 325, you know, 330 uh, US dollars, somewhere in that range. And that's normally like the price of Montegrappa's a little bit fancy, but still kind of in the starting point of their fountain pen lineup range, right? Um, so when the they redid this Elmo... And the the model that I had is called the Cross Gentian. I don't know. It's got a really long name, about as long as that URL. Um, and it was it's, it was exactly two hundred dollars. It's a great shape. It's a great feel. It's got this great steel nib. And this is the same exact model as far as the barrel shape goes, the Elmo barrel shape, but with a different material. So this is a newer material than I have. This one came out last year, I think, late last year. Um, using this recycled material and it's just a really neat product and there's actually three different colors uh, you can get it in this is the link that was provided to the one that he buys for gifts <laughs> which i thought that was great uh, thanks giuseppe that was uh, that was some information there um i will one of these days like i might get one of these you know i probably just maybe replace my current elmo with with one of these models just you know the upgraded barrel material elmo mm. and it's, it's just a cool pin like this is a university universally quality i i hate using the phrase entry level on a 300 dollars pen but this is kind of like your first big montegrappa purchase without like breaking the bank right it's an expensive pen but that's kind of like the entry point for the really good montegrappa stuff that i appreciate so like i have two pens in this price range the elmo which is around 200 then i have the mia 
uh, the Meteor Shower Mia, which is around 300. And I also have the Monte Grappa Monte Grappa, which is in that uh, 3 to 350 category too. So they're... May they make a lot of great pins in that two hundred to like three hundred fifty to three hundred fifty dollar category that mm. I just genuinely love. So yeah, it was cool to see that he that Johnny Ive like appreciates this pin for what it is, and uh, is willing to gift people um, this pin. That I think that says a lot. Any anytime yeah. any person you know bestows a gift on you of a of a specific product that they love, you know they they take it pretty seriously. So um, I thought that was pretty cool to see that. So. All in all, Mike, this was fun. Like, mm-hmm. this is not where I thought this article was going to go. But thank you to Financial Times for doing such a poor job that it yep. made us ask more questions. And thank you to Carrie at Kenro and Giuseppe at uh, Montegrappa for yep. giving us the answers um, that we asked for and even more of that. So it was great. That's so good. I'm so happy yep. we did this. Thank you for doing that. Yep, yep, no problem. All right, we should make we should start making our own lists. <laughs> yeah, we, no. uh, we so this is a challenge. We're going to we're going to we're going to play uh play the role of Johnny Ive uh-huh. and uh here in a second uh uh-huh. and I am interested to see what goes on here. So All right, this episode of the Pen Addict is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. With Squarespace, you can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your product services, even the content you create. Squarespace has you covered because with Squarespace, you can get blogging. They have powerful blogging tools to share your stories, your photos, your videos, updates about what's going on in your life or your business. You'll be able to categorize, share, and schedule your posts to make your content work best for you. You can also use insights to grow your business Squarespace. If you've ever wondered where your site visits and sales are coming from, and which channels are most effective, you can analyze all of that in Squarespace. Once you've got that data, you can improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Now, of course, you know Squarespace has the tools. Talk about commerce tools. We talk about how beautiful the uh, templates are and how you can really just very quickly and easily make the website that you want to make and make it all beautiful. But they have more than that. It's so much more. You know, talking about marketing campaigns, talking about easy design. What about Squarespace email campaigns? Why not encourage your visitors to sign up as email subscribers? And start them on the journey to becoming a loyal long-time customer maybe you could get a journey of your own you know you just start (laughs) with an email template and you can customize it by applying your brand ingredients like site colors and logo plus you also have built-in analytics to measure the impact of every email campaign you send Go and check all of this out and so much more for yourself right now by going to squarespace.com slash penaddict and you can sign up for a free trial, no credit card needed. And you can really just get in there and build your website. Then when you're ready to launch it to the world, use the offer code penaddict to to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash penaddict and then when you sign up, use the offer code penaddict and you will get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for the show. Our thanks to Squarespace for the support of this show and all of Relay FM. So before I got all of this Montegrappa information, in the show notes I had written as part of this topic, do you have any must-have tools, Mike? Like, do you have a must-have podcast tool? Like, is there something special that makes you, you know, that you have to have when you create? Do you have must-have writing tools, stationary tools? So I, I said, let's, you and I, explore this a little bit because as I thought about this list that Johnny I've created, I came up with almost nothing that I would be comfortable putting as must have 
in a list like this, right? I think it's a little bit more, I, I'm taking a, a much more nuanced look at this and like a very particular type of nuance at this. But then I, th- I thought about it. I came up with like two definitive things and then like a third thing. And there, there has to be more. So do you want me to try to explain what I've put down here first? Yeah, man. The Notco Sinclair is my favorite pen case of all time. Agreed. Um, Jeff Bruckwicky designed this case. It is the perfect pen case for the things that I like to do and the, the way I like to carry things and the amount of things I like to have and the access to those tools that I like to have. Um, it is the... If I had only one pin case for the rest of my life, that's the way I looked at this list, Mike. Like if I'm picking the thing to last me for today and for the rest of my life and be the one thing. So maybe I'm looking at this wrong. Like I took a very strict view of this, um, which is why I had such a short list. Um, I'm, I'm putting the Knox, Notco Sinclair on it. And uh, I, I just think it's that good of a product. Um. So yeah, that that is 100% uh, the first thing that came to mind. The second thing was reasonably easy to make the list, mm-hmm. and it's the Rotring 600 in silver. Um, the older the model, the better. Like I would actually would I would actually pay money for a model older than mine. Mine is about 10 to 12 years old, which I love, and I will have this pencil for the rest of my life. It is one of the best products ever made it is it will last you a lifetime you know, with obviously proper care and use um things like that and that that was it like that's what i came up with like no fountain pens you know standard pens we're going to talk about one I, I did put down that i would probably pick over everything else but must have you know one and only type of things i had a really tough time with that so i i could probably spend some more time and and really think about this more but the third product and i, I was thinking about at this point filling out my sinclair the sinclair's uh made from uh three has three pen slots in it so i'd have the rotring 600 the second one i'd have would be the spoke pen which is the barrel that brian and i collaborate collaborated on for spoke design uh, to use the Uniball Signo DX refill, which I prefer the .38 refill. It's just kind of one of the the great all-time refills that I, I love using. And that's a pen that I use all the time. I keep it on my desk. I keep it um, near at, at hand at all times. And that's where I stopped. <laughs> like, I couldn't even pick a third pen or pencil to go into my Sinclair. Um, and you'll notice that I didn't pick a fountain pen. I'm trying to think, is there a must-have fountain pen for me, despite having, like, literally hundreds of fountain pens? Is Could I narrow my fountain pens down to one fountain pen? And I, I, I couldn't. Um, I think you will probably, even if you're not going to put this in there, you know, you would probably go, like, M90 or something like that. Like, I couldn't even go as far as going, like, just the Murex. I don't know. Maybe I could eventually if I thought about it. But yeah, I, I took an extreme view of this list. Maybe that's the wrong way to look at it and just have more of a things I like I really enjoy. But then that I go from this very strict list to, you know, a list of fifty to a hundred things. <laughs> and I was trying to thread the needle and I didn't do a very good job. Um you might have done a little bit better job at that than me, because I kept it on a strictly stationary basis. Um 
what about you? You you took a little bit wider view, but also a very, very cool view and a cool perspective yeah. at this. I'm doing what I think these articles are meant for and what I think Johnny's was. I think that maybe DFT kind of framed it a little weirdly. This is like, give us a list of things that you love that you would recommend to someone. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I've gone with. This is not a complete list. This is just something like I threw this together in 10 minutes um, but I would actually like to think about it some more, so we might come back mm-hmm. to this. But yep. it's a selection of items that I own and are important to me or I think are things I would recommend to people. So one is a Bellroy wallet. I've had multiple slim Bellroy wallets. Mm-hmm. The model that I have, no longer they no longer sell it. I don't know why, which is really disappointing to me, and that makes me sad now because if I ever need to replace my wallet, I'll have to get a different one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've I've used Bellroy wallets for years, and I'm very, very I've been very very happy with their product. Uh, yeah, I I actually use a Bellroy wallet as well, and it's kind of like the only wallet I would yeah. use. It's a different model than yours, but I I didn't know if you knew that uh, I I I too use a Bellroy wallet because it it's the the design gets it's a design based. Uh, type of wallet that it gives me everything I need and mm-hmm. nothing that I don't. So yeah. So we'll put so that your one the is the Apex Slim. Apex Slim. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I tend I'm a to like their card holders. Guy. Like so they're yeah. not they're not like you have bifold like it's opens. I don't have any of that. Mm-hmm. Like it's slim. Yeah. And as small as possible. Yeah. I'm only I'm front pocket only wallet for right thirty See, years. Yeah. Back pocket. So mm-hmm. slim and small. Yep. Um, the Apple AirTag in their leather keychain. I think yeah. that the, I think AirTags are fantastic. It's one of my favorite things Apple's done in years. Um, I own the Saddle Brown keychain. I think that they have done a great job of designing a good-looking keychain. Just it's just a good-looking keychain, mm-hmm. and it also happens to have an AirTag. Obviously, you have to buy one to put it in there, but you can you can also laser engrave the AirTags, and so I just have my initials on it. So I just think I have a very attractive keychain. That also helps me find my keys if I lost them. Right. Obviously, if I was going to make a list of things that I think are things people should own in their lives, I'll put a theme system journal in there. Yep. Um, one of my favorite little items that I own is the Paul Smith travel clock. Mm-hmm. It is a collaboration between Paul Smith, which is one of my, which is my favorite clothing brand, mm-hmm. and Braun. Mm-hmm. It's thirty-five pound travel clock. And it's beautiful. Yeah, see, this this is the kind of thing I I like for the, if I would were to expand my list, like yeah. these are the type of things I would want to see on that list. Things yeah. that I use in my everyday life, maybe not stationary related, that I just get pure enjoyment from yep. and appreciation from their design or their functionality or their usefulness to me personally. This is exactly the type of thing that I think is is great for this type of list and conversation. Yeah, I will actually also add a Paul Smith angle poise lamp to uh to this collection here mm-hmm. so their lamps the lamps that they do in collaboration with angle poise are just beautiful i've bought i bought one as like a celebration for the studio um and it sits here on the desk with me i, I nice. love it it's like that classic almost pixar like lamp design yeah 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 mm-hmm. um, but the clock is just such a nice little thing and it's like it was a lovely gift that i got for christmas from medina and it's just like i love it it's got the paul smith stripe on the second's hand like it's perfect um if i was gonna also choose like a pen i would choose the mark one like mm-hmm. this is to me in that element of like what is a product that you love that you would give to someone mm-hmm. 
the Mark One is definitely that for me. I um, totally agree with that. I thoroughly, wholeheartedly recommend if you are an Apple Watch owner, the Midnight Leather. Oh no, sorry, not Midnight specifically, but the Leather Link bracelet. So this is the leather uh, strap that has magnets that runs all the way down. Mm. So you is can that what all the on. ridges are? Yeah, they're all magnets. Okay. So it allows for adjustability. It's nice, nicely adjustable, stays in place. What I like about this strap specifically, I think it significantly elevates the look of the Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. I will say it is one of the, I think, rarer owned bands because people it is more expensive um, mm-hmm. and then people tend to go with the sport bands because there's more choices of them. There's only four color options in the little link. But right. I think it elevates the, the, the Apple Watch and makes it look like a better watch than it is mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. more stylish. I've been yeah, that's interesting. To get a different I've never color. seen that before. I yeah. want to get the green one. I have the Midnight, like, which is like a bluey black one, um, and I've been meaning to get the green one too because I, I, I just think it, it does a great job of, of, of making the watch uh, look more stylish than, than I think it is. And then if I was going to choose a keyboard... <laughs> it would be the 65 by Mode Designs. Now, this keyboard is not available at the moment. They have two other keyboards available. One is the 80, which I also recommend, and then a keyboard that they've got upcoming is in pre-order right now called the Sonnet. I love their products. Like Mode are the Apple of keyboards. Oh, okay. In my opinion, from like the quality of the product, but also the buying. Um, they started this with the 65. And they do it with the Sonnet too, where you can. They have a fantastic tool on the on their website where you can go in and like customize the options. It's like that configurator we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. You can choose all the materials. You can get them really up there in price. These are expensive tools. I will also say, Mode are going to be a sponsor on uh, upcoming episodes of Upgrade. But oh, I've nice. bought two of their keyboards now. Out, well, actually, three of their keyboards now out of my own money. So. Um, because I, I genuinely love their product and I'm an advocate for it and I, I want to be able to speak more about it. So I, I think they make truly excellent stuff. So that would be, I feel like I had to put something keyboard related on here. And honestly, yeah, this is the one I would recommend to most people, even though it, it can get up there in price, but you will get yeah. your money's worth. That's why, I, that's why I wanted to do this with you. Like mine is very like stationary centric, but mm-hmm. I, I like having these additional accessories. Like I don't know that I have things outside of like my, my pens and papers. Like I could probably pick out a notebook to like add into my thing. I'd probably pick, you know, a Masubi notebook, a Masubi bank paper notebook um, would be one of my like must haves. That would be my, that would be my Johnny Ive level product. Like, yeah. you know, more expensive than you need to pay, but worth it because of the quality and the emotion yes. that it brings. Um, you know, it's like a $200 note or not, not always, but like 130, I think my last one was like $130 or so, something like that. And it, it, it was worth every penny, right? That would be on my list. So yeah, very cool. <sighs> Financial Times, call us. <laughs> Financial Times, if you need the if you need the real work done, uh-huh. <laughs> let us know. Let us know, or at least you know what. Let us interview Johnny Ive. Your your answers would have been a lot better. Yep. Or you know, if you want to print a correction <laughs> in the in a, an upcoming article, you have our uh, you have our permission as long as you there you go credit us. If you would like to find, there's lots of links for this episode, of course. Uh, if you would like to find them, you can go to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 513. 
you can find a bunch of information and you can find links if you want to sign up to become a member and support the show don't forget you'll get our bonus content that way too and access to a bunch of great benefits uh, if you want to find Brad online, you can go to penaddict.com. You can find him. He's penaddict on Instagram. Dowdyism on Twitter. I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Uh, you can go to cortexmerch.com. We have a bunch of great option, uh, products available for you there. I will say this, but I don't know how helpful it's going to be. We have some more of our Mark 1s going in stock soon. Nice. But I think they're going to sell out almost immediately. We have a wait, like a oh yeah yeah yeah. You're managing list. the wait list. Yeah. yeah, I think the email list is at last time that I checked over four times the amount of stock we will have available. So mm. I don't know how how long that will be, but there will be more. There will be more, and uh, I want to do a different color as well in the future. But you have to wait and see about that. Nice. Uh, thank you so much to Uni and Squarespace for their support of this week's episode. But of course, thank you for listening. And we'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>